Welcome back to the Expressions of Destiny podcast. This is Jennifer. Today is actually Monday again, y'all. I think this is becoming a reoccurring theme. Um, it just schedules are changing, things are changing, but everything is good. And so we are a little off schedule, but that's okay. And I am actually driving again as um, as we just spend this time together today. Uh, which is also becoming a norm, and I, I kind of like it. So, but if you <laughs> if you hear any sirens, you hear any horns, you hear any um, you know loud noises, I am okay. My eyes are on the road, and so let's just chat today. Um, it has actually been two weeks since our last episode, and just just like how life gets busy, um, there were moments where. You know, there were things that were on my heart that I really wanted to share with y'all. And um, and they were kind of in the moment. And I just remember God saying each time in these past two weeks, just wait. Just be patient and wait. It's not the right time. And so um, it was just a reminder of how we have to pay attention to him and what it is that he has planned and what he wants for us in our life, um, in our businesses, our ministries, our families, and to listen to his voice. Because even though it might be a good word or it might be an encouragement, it may not be in the right timing. And so he'll tell us, just wait, because maybe the person who needs to hear it isn't listening um, at the moment, or maybe um, it needs to be delivered at a different time so that it aligns with whoever does need to hear it. And so there were some frustrating moments, you know, I would, I would stand there and think, okay, I want to share this with the people today. I, I really feel it strong on my heart. And then something would happen and someone would need something done, or, um, I would need to run off to a class or to a meeting, or I didn't have the time, or honestly, sometimes I would be sitting back there saying, I want to do this, but I am so exhausted right now. And so, um, I knew that it was, it was just in the timing of God. Now it, it made me feel so bad that it has been two weeks since I have talked to y'all, but that's okay. Because the thing that God placed on my heart today, um, was to go back to talking about identity. And so I know I have shared on identity before, but it is something that we need to be reminded of day after day after day that we do not find our identity in the world or in man or in, you know, whatever it was that somebody else thought that we should be doing, could be doing, would be great at, um, our professions, um, even our, our churches and the ministries, you know, that we involve ourselves in. We do not find our identity in those things. Those are things that we do because we love them or we enjoy them, but that's not where we find our identity. It is in God and God alone. And he is the one who gives us the ability to do these things. He gives us the time. He gives us the opportunity to be a part of the things that we love so much. But that is not our identity. Our identity is in him. So let me give you an example because I was really thinking hard on this. And even in the moments, you know, where um, Chris and I will share with our, our daughters things that we went through growing up or different situations, different stories, you know, I love storytelling. And so anytime we think of something, uh, Chris loves storytelling too as well. So there are a lot of stories in our home and memories. And and so in talking to them one day about the different things that, 
that we went through growing up, you know, as teenagers and young adults, I started to really reflect on, you know, what I went through as a teenager. I, when I look back, I don't think I had a hard life. I don't think I really went through a lot of the the mindset and heart issues that a lot of teenagers go through today. I mean, it, it's honestly, it's very heartbreaking to see so many kids that are hurting, they're lost, they've been hurt by those that they trust, um, they feel inadequate, they feel like they don't belong, they feel that um, they just don't want to live anymore. It's, it is so heartbreaking to hear those things and to feel like you wish you could just love every single one of them and love them back to life. But, you know, I, I think about everything that they went through and then I think back to my personal experiences and, you know, I grew up in a, in a good home with parents who loved me and um, who honestly never told me I couldn't do anything. They, um, they always supported me, you know, in the things that I wanted to do. But what I did reflect on was the feeling of, and I mentioned this in, in uh, you know, all of the categories that I was listing a, a moment ago uh, that teenagers go through today, was feeling like I did not belong. And it wasn't a horrible feeling, but it was just that feeling of, I don't feel like I belong here. In this place, in this group, in this crowd, um, in this position, in this class... I mean, you, you, whatever it was, you name it, I did not belong. Or I felt like I did not belong. Um, even into my high school years, into um, young adult, into uh, when I was married, you know, and the, the groups and the people that we would hang out with, I felt so out of place. And to be very honest with you, I was very involved in a lot of things growing up. I was not involved in, in the typical things that teenagers are in high school. I, I didn't go to, to the dances. I wasn't part of sports. I wasn't in the, um, you know, the choirs and the, um, multimedias and I wasn't part of those things. Um, and it was kind of different because everybody has a group, everyone, you have the jocks, you have the popular girls, you have the nerds, even the nerds. And, and I don't say that in a mean way, you know, just the smart kids. That's what we called them back then, you know, but even the nerds had a group. They all had their own groups. It didn't matter. Every single person had a group. And I did not fit in any of those groups. Although I did participate in some of the, you know, the performing arts type stuff, but um, as an example, I did not want to be a part of the choir. I love to sing, but I did not want to be part of the school choir. I just didn't feel like it fit. Now, when it came time for graduation and they were auditioning for uh, the national anthem, a whole bunch of girls who were in the choir auditioned. And I was very hesitant, but I said, but I want, I want to give it a shot too. And so I went up there and, and I auditioned and I was, um, just so fearful, um, and panicking, but, but I made it. And over all of the girls that were in choir, you know, that had this status, God opened up that opportunity for me to share my gift. And so 
Um, I was able to sing the national anthem at graduation, but I still felt like I didn't fit. It was weird. It was like, I don't belong on this stage. I don't belong, you know, in this group up here with the class president. And um, it just didn't feel right. But I'm grateful for the opportunity. Um, even in church, I was always part of the youth groups and always, you know, helping in any way that I could with um, teaching the other teenagers or hanging out with them or being part of the, the praise team, you know, and, and helping to lead praise and worship, um, teaching Bible studies. I was always a part of those things and I loved it, but I still didn't feel like I belonged in the group. You know, and I was surrounded by so many wonderful people that I still call friends today. I still talk to some of the the teenagers that were in my life at that time. You know, the um, all of us that were together in in this ministry, and we were youth leaders together. And I love them to death, but it was weird. I still didn't feel like one of the best friends. I guess you know, if you think about um, when you have your groups of people that are so close, I didn't feel like one of the best friends, one of the ones that everybody wanted to hang out with. I just felt like I was there. But it didn't hurt me. It just made me feel weird. <laughs> and I'm going to keep using that word because that's the only way I know how to describe it. As I got into those young adult years, it again, I was a teacher at a very young age, straight out of high school. I was teaching art, and I'm surrounded by all of these teachers that had years of experience, at least five years or more, over me, and I didn't feel like I belonged. But I loved what I did. Oh, I loved teaching art to my students. I loved helping them create and do great things, but it was weird. It just felt like a, a sore thumb just sticking out. Um... And then into, you know, those adult years and marriage and some of the groups that we would hang out with, it they weren't, they were always of an older generation, maybe a generation or two up. Um, not really people that I could relate with, you know, on a certain level where they understood the era that I grew up in. Um, they didn't understand that. I didn't understand the era they grew up in. So once again, it was weird. And so... For a very, very long time, I felt like I just did not belong. And I remember God speaking to me one day. I was just sitting there in prayer and um, really just sitting there. You know, you have those moments where you just don't know what to say and you're just listening. You just sit in the quiet. And he just told me, I didn't create you to fit in. I created you to stand out. And I thought, well, God, but why just me? And it wasn't just me. You know, he showed me that day that he created every single one of us to stand out. Every single one of us to be different. But we live this life where there are so many groups, so many teams, so many people who gather that we begin to blend in. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, we can, we can relate to one another. But we still need to know what it is about us individually that is different, that is special, that is unique. And it was, 
it was our father speaking to me and saying, people need to get back to remembering, realizing, recognizing wherever it is that you're, you're at in your walk with him. But just knowing who you are in him and what he has created you for. What he has created you to do and to be that is different from everybody else. And not to forget that thing because it is so easy to fit in. And I thank God that I did not fit in. It took me a while to realize why. Because it was hard. Feeling, you know, like you just did not belong. But to, but to understand that even at times where we begin to fit in too much, we begin to blend in, we begin to forget who we are. And so I wanted to bring that word to you because it applies so much to every single area of your life. Starting from your personal life, leading into your family, um, leading into your ministry, and then leading into your business. Because who you are, and when you know how to identify where you find your identity, when you know where you find your identity, and that it is in Him, and He and God is the one who has given you that uniqueness. He's given you that gift or those talents or whatever it is that you, that creative ability to do things different from somebody else. When you remember that, then it just oozes out and into every other area of your life. And then it begins to flow out of every single one of those things. And who you are begins to flow into everything that is so important to you, that means so much to you. And I, and I will tell you this, that is why when, when, when I talk about customer service, so let's go to the business side here for a moment, but when I talk about customer service, and I talk about, you know, helping employees and, and just people in general really find out what their purpose is. Really think about what it is that they love to do so that they can insert who they are into whatever it is that they're doing. I don't care if you are sweeping up floors, cleaning bathrooms, um, decluttering an office space, or typing up letters, or you are the person giving the speeches and and uh, the presentations. It does not matter where you are in your business or your job or your position, but to have an understanding that when you insert yourself and who you are, you are what makes everything that you do successful, beautiful, um, prosperous. It's every single part of you in that becomes a part of what it is that you are doing and it is so much greater so much better but when we're just there existing and we don't know who we are and we don't know what we have to offer and we don't realize how special we are how much that organization or that business needs you then we do just that we exist that's it we're just there showing up clocking in clocking out and heading home when every single person has a purpose in what they're doing, even if it is not your final step, your final place, even if it is not that last or that thing you want to do for the rest of your life, it is still an opportunity to make a difference. But you have to know who you are. You have to know what you love. You have to know what you're good at. You have to know what your talents and your gifts are. You have to know what you have that desire, that burning passion to do. And you can find joy in everything that you do when it comes to work when you insert who you are.
And so I love encouraging and motivating people. I love it beyond anything else. This is why I love talking to you every week. Because it gives me an opportunity to share my stories and to just be able to, to be, the, even if, if I'm the only person that gives you an encouraging word or lifts you up for the day. At least it was me for that day. Tomorrow it may be somebody else. The next day it may be somebody else. But at least I had a part in that. And that means the world to me. So I want you to really take a moment today and think about who you are, who God has created you to be. You do not find your validation in this world. You do not find your purpose in this world and and what they are telling you, the people and the places and the things and the entertainment, whatever it is, you do not find your purpose and your validation in those things. And I'll share one more story with you before I go. Um, we were watching, I'm sorry, we didn't watch, but the, um, the award ceremony, the Grammys, we did not watch them. We don't normally watch them. Um, I'm, I'm not a big TV person anyway. And so, um, it's just not something that we sit and do. And so, um, but in hearing, you know, different things that were coming out later on about the Grammys and everything that was going on and, um, you know, what was happening, all the groups that were there, uh, there were some Christian groups that were there that got kind of ridiculed, you know, for being in a secular, um, place receiving awards and, and all of that is another story for another day. But what really stood out to me or made me think about it was, I see when all of the the people who are winning their awards, they always stop for a moment. Well, not all of them. Some of them will stop for a moment and they'll give honor and glory to God. They'll thank Him for the opportunity to do what they do. They'll say, um, if it wasn't for Him, or I wouldn't have been able to do this without God. Um, and all of that is great. But I honestly, I am waiting for the day for somebody to stand up on that stage. And instead of giving all of the accolades to God and receiving that award, stand up there and give all your praise and gratitude to God and tell them you don't need their award. You don't need this trophy. You don't need a validation from the industry. To continue to do what it is that God called you to do. You don't need it. I'm waiting for the day when someone says something as bold as that. And hands that award back to the person who just gave it to them. And says thank you but no thank you. Because I don't need to be validated by you. To believe that I am doing what God called me to do. Um, I hope one day to see that. I really do. But right now, there are a lot of people who need to be validated by man. And I can't really comment to that because that's their choice. But I know I don't need to be validated by anybody else but my Father in Heaven. And so I want to leave that with you today and just understanding you have been called to do amazing and great things. And you do not need validation from anybody else. You do not need to worry about feeling left out abandoned, or like you don't belong. You just need to do what God called you to do. 
just keep doing it. People look at you sideways. People question. People wonder. Um, people don't understand you. That's okay. It wasn't meant for them to understand you. Do what God has called you to do and just do it boldly. And don't worry about what they think. Because God is the only validation that we need. And so I want to leave that with you today. I am so glad I had an opportunity to share with you. I have missed y'all. Um, and so just go and have an amazing day knowing who you are in our Father. Knowing who He's created you to be. And I will talk to you soon. God bless.